0: It's about time someone gave you a reality check in tech. I'm J Law and since I am the law around here, you will call me J Law. Uh, We're just going to get into this. Uh, (coughs) Apple apologizes. (laughs) There's the headline right there that nothing more has to be said, but Apple apologizes to WordPress and they won't force the free app to add purchases after all. This article is coming from uh, The Verge, which I don't fully approve of, but it's the first one that caught my eye. Um, Here's their full statement. We believe the issue with the WordPress app has been resolved since the developer removed the display of their service payment options from the app it is now a free standalone app and does not have to offer in app purchases. We have informed the developer and apologized for any confusion that we have caused. So, if you're somehow just out of the loop and this is you listening to a tech podcast, there's currently a war of sorts going on between Epic Games, which is owned by Tencent Games. Uh, Chinese based company um, We'll get into more stories related on that front Eventually uh, Apple and Google But more so it's between Epic Games and Apple As uh, news publishers and other companies Have also joined in to uh, Stand up to Apple Except Epic Games started a lawsuit About the 30% pay cut forced upon every app developer and wordpress.com has always been a free app. I believe it's like one of those apps where you can make like a website or blog or something like that. Um, To everyone's knowledge, it had always been a free app. Um, Just going to quote The Verge a little bit here. Um, You'll notice that Apple is positioning this as the developer, being WordPress, having done the right thing and removed the display, quote, display of their service payment options from the app, unquote. And then the writer says, and to my knowledge, that is technically true. But as far as I'm aware, that didn't happen today. It happened weeks or months ago. <laughs> Here's where it gets interesting. They included a screenshot as well. You should check the uh, article out yourself. While as of yesterday, the WordPress app didn't sell a single thing and didn't so much as mention a paid WordPress.com plan unless you followed an unlikely workaround, which they were saying was an older version of the app basically, and there was a plans tab within the app <coughs> available to premium customers with, uh, they had different plans on the list there. <coughs> now. Get this. The tab, the section had already been removed by the time WordPress developer Matt Mullenweg told us Apple, told The Verge, I'm supposing, Apple had successfully forced him to add Apple's in app purchases. Originally, he said Apple locked him out of updating the app unless he added apple i a p within thirty days that is insane and and, and you know you guys support Apple on just about anything they do as far as far as like the majority of people that are into tech and in the tech space, they're always looking forward to what Apple has next. I I feel like I'm the only one that's sitting here saying I'm not for the BS. I, I just don't approve. Now, I'm also the person that doesn't uh, get caught up as far as caring for and quote-unquote loving companies. Whenever I say that, I don't mean it in a literal sense. I just really, really like the direction that they took with a certain decision that they made. So I have no emotions for companies because companies don't have souls. They're there to make money, and that's understandable. However, I will not sit here and blindly support a company that does stuff like this. Seriously? Seriously, you... You stopped him from updating the app with, uh, who's to say what kind of malware was in that current version of the app and you prevented him, I'm, I'm just throwing out a theoretical, I'm not saying that happened, but, and you stopped him from updating it so that you can get paid. the imposing tax that apple has on uh developers is overbearing and i'm glad epic went epic games went that extra step spotify just basically like did a campaign for it they started that like 2 years ago or something and i'm just like dude you guys are a multi-billion dollar company soothe their pants off and finally, someone did it. Epic Games realized how long, how wrong this was, and they got them. Uh, let's read a little more here. <coughs> What's more, Mullenweg told us that he had previously offered to strip other mentions of the pay plans out of the app, even workarounds like when a user views a preview of their own WordPress web page and then navigates to wordpress.com only to have those suggestions rejected by Apple. Wow. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 just, I, just, I just don't understand why people continue to blindly support this company. I'll never understand it. Uh, Yeah, this has been your reality check in tech with J-Law. Thanks for listening. It's about time someone gave you a reality check in tech. This is J-Law, or you can call me J-L. Doesn't matter. I'm going to give you a two for today. Uh, Apparently, uh, a judge ruled, I'm not even going to read articles today, uh, a judge ruled that Epic Games' use of Unreal Engine cannot be revoked. Uh, This is going to be a very short episode, Uh, just letting you know ahead of time. Uh, You guys, you seriously support a company that would even try some crap like this just to threaten them of going along with uh, what Epic Games considers as unfair. Now I don't think Epic Games should get special treatment, no. Uh, I think actually a number of types of companies should be excluded from uh Also, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Um, I I just don't agree with anything that the company that shall remain nameless does. The only thing I approve of is their watch, especially Series Five. It is quite literally a lifesaver. I think every uh, manufacturer should follow. And their footsteps as far as uh, the health applications and uh, programs that they offer to their consumers. That's literally the only thing I care about from them. Other than that, uh, I just really don't care for the company. What kind of crap is this? A judge had to tell them, "Uh, no, you can't do that. See, they're trying to get them to play ball their way. That company is playing street ball. Epic Games is playing on an actual court. I'm not even going to do a pun. Um, But time I get off that. Uh, Second story. I'm sure way too many people have heard it. Oh, way too many times to the point where it's not funny or hopeful. Uh people on the assembly line are reporting to news outlets that there is an upgraded version of a Nintendo Switch coming in the early part of next year. I'm so sick of saying this headline. It, it, it seriously just isn't funny. What would they have to gain if they launch it in Q1 of 2021? Which would be Q... Their, for their fiscal year, it would be Q4. Uh, I'm not saying they're never going to release... Uh, an upgraded version because I think, like some tweets that I saw on Twitter, I think they are going to go pretty much the DS and the 3DS route and well, their whole handheld lineup like ever and release upgraded versions. (coughs) Not necessarily a next gen, but uh, what it will end up being is kind of like the new 3DS family of systems only certain games are going to work on it. That's just what I think. Probably not, though, because it's still a home console first, and those games are going to be way more expensive, so we'll just have to see. But, uh, another tweet that I saw that I also agree with is, uh, people keep calling it a Switch Pro, and that's, like, the laziest thing I've ever heard. I've only called it that for simplicity reasons and I realize people would hate it but uh, it, it's a lot of twitter talk going on here but I saw a tweet that said name the worst give give the worst name for the new Nintendo Switch I mean for uh, an upgrading Nintendo Switch and I said you guys are going to hate it but I like the sound of new Nintendo Switch I would actually like that Uh, it's going to show that it has it it really explains that it has uh, upgrades in more than just one or two ways Uh, but as far as when I think or if I think this is ever going to happen early next year no Come March would be, would start. Wait, would it? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come March would, uh, would symbolize its fourth year, uh, available on the market. All right? Would it start? Hold on, hold on, I'm trying to do the math here, guys. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that would that would mean it's been four years since it's been on the market. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I I know that's easily like seventeen plus four, but my brain works weird. Anyway, uh, I don't think it's gonna be early next year. It would probably, uh, I I think it would probably launch during the summer. And I'll tell you why. Uh, You see the Switch Lite didn't actually have to launch in the holiday season to sell as well as it did. Uh, Of course, those sales were uh, increased uh, and impacted uh, in a positive manner because of the uh, current situation that the world is in currently. However, I think it still would have uh, ended up getting to numbers that they would have been satisfied with. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to count the uh, battery improved switch simply because that was kind of like an under the radar thing. Like, if you knew, you knew because they did kind of like a press release for it, but they don't really advertise it that way. However, the Box art is different for it. So you can... I, I guess normal consumers wouldn't really see a difference. But uh, anyway, getting back on task. Uh, I think it would launch in the summer simply because I don't think Nintendo feels that they need to rely upon a specific season anymore. Like, look at what they did with the Switch. Smack dab... At the end of winter, almost the beginning of spring, right at the beginning of March. And the 2 million units that they produced for it, for its initial launch, sold out so quick. They didn't think demand would be that great for it. Well, that's what they say, but I feel like they had a hunch (laughs) that this was going to sell uh, way better than the Wii U. (laughs) for sure Uh, but yeah I mean if anything the initial uh, Nintendo Switch launch should show people that you don't have to rely on the holiday season anymore just to launch your console if you're good at what you do people will buy Uh, (laughs) and so I was saying the same about the Switch Lite Right at the beginning of autumn season. I mean, that's right around the time that people would probably start saving money to buy gifts for their their children. And yet, look at how it did. So I say the summer specifically because I don't think they would. I don't know. I, I, I just think the summer would probably be a good time. Uh, considering how E3 used to happen, then we're still not even sure if there's going to be an E3 next year, but game, uh, game studios and, uh, developers and such are still used to, uh, are still used to the summer being where they show off their biggest reveals besides the winter season. Um, again, I say that this is not going to happen when people think it happens. And actually, I think summer 2021 is the earliest it could launch. I'm not even too sure about it launching next year, if I'm being fully honest. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just so sick of seeing the article. I'm hoping this is like the last time we see it before we get like some more concrete news on it uh i thought this was going to be shorter than the first one but uh if you haven't noticed i'm kind of a nintendo nerd uh and the first story i really didn't care for it much anyway uh but this was still a tech story so i got away with that out. uh this has been J-Law with your reality check in tech. Thanks for listening. It's about time someone gave you a reality check in tech. I'm J-Law, and since I am the law around here, you will call me J-Law. Uh, we're just going to get into this. Um, Apple apologizes. <laughs> There's the headline right there that nothing more has to be said, but Apple apologizes to WordPress and they won't force the free app to add purchases after all. This article is coming from uh, the verge, which I don't fully approve of, but it's the first one that caught my eye. Um, Here's their full statement. We believe the issue with the WordPress app has been resolved since the developer removed the display of their service payment options from the app. It is now a free standalone app and does not have to offer in-app purchases. We have informed the developer and apologized for any confusion that we have caused. So if you're somehow just out of the loop and this is you listening to a tech podcast, there's currently A war of sorts going on between Epic Games, which is owned by Tencent Games, a Chinese-based company. Um, We'll get into more stories related on that front eventually. Uh, Apple and Google, but more so it's between Epic Games and Apple, as uh, news publishers and other companies have also joined in to uh, stand up to Apple. Except Epic Games started a lawsuit. About the 30% pay cut forced upon every app developer. And WordPress.com has always been a free app. I believe it's like one of those apps where you can make like a website or blog or something like that. Um, to everyone's knowledge, it had always been a free app. Um, just going to quote the verge a little bit here. Um, you'll notice that Apple is positioning this as the developer being WordPress, having done the right thing and removed the display quote display of their service payment options from the app unquote and then the writer says, and to my knowledge, that is technically true, but as far as I'm aware, that didn't happen today. It happened weeks or months ago. <coughs> Here's where it gets interesting. They included a screenshot as well, you should check the uh, article out yourself. While as of yesterday, the WordPress app didn't sell a single thing and didn't so much as mention a paid WordPress.com plan unless you followed an unlikely workaround, which they were saying was an older version of the app basically. And there was a plans tab within the app available to premium customers with, uh, they had different plans on the list there. Now get this. The tab, the section had already been removed by the time WordPress developer Matt Mullenweg told us Apple told the verge I'm supposing Apple had successfully forced him to add Apple's in-app purchases. Originally, he said Apple locked him out of updating the app unless he added Apple IAP within 30 days. That is insane. And, and, and you know, you guys support Apple on just about anything they do. As far as far as like the majority of people that are into tech and in the tech space they're always looking forward to what Apple has next I I feel like I'm the only one that's sitting here saying I'm not for the BS I, I just don't approve now I'm also the person that doesn't uh, get caught up as far as caring for and quote unquote loving companies. Whenever I say that, I don't mean it in a literal sense. I just really, really like the direction that they took with a certain decision that they made. So I have no emotions for companies because companies don't have souls. They're there to make money and that's understandable. However, I will not sit here and blindly support a company that does stuff like this seriously seriously you you stopped him from updating the app with uh, who's to say what kind of malware was in that current version of the app and you prevented him I'm, i'm just throwing out a theoretical i'm not saying that happened but and you stop him from updating it so that you can get paid. The imposing tax that Apple has on uh developers is overbearing and I'm glad Epic went Epic Games went that extra step. Spotify just basically like did a campaign for it. They started that like 2 years ago or something and i'm just like dude you guys are a multi-billion dollar company Sue so their pants off and finally someone did it epic games realized how long how wrong this was and they got them uh let's read a little more here <coughs> What's more, Mullenweg told us that he had previously offered to strip other mentions of the pay plans out of the app. Even workarounds like when a user views a preview of their own WordPress web page and then navigates to wordpress.com only to have those suggestions rejected by Apple. Wow. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> I I mean I, I I just I just I just don't understand why people continue to blindly support this company. I'll never understand it. Uh, yeah, this has been your reality check in tech with J Law. Thanks for listening. Yo, this is your reality check in tech with J-Law, but you can call me J. Right Now, we're gonna uh, get into Epic Games being suggested, or advised rather, to give in. And Google might be bringing us back to the days of the Note 7 debacle. So, uh, Pocket Nails Jaime Rivera uh, suggested that after uh, Apple indeed quote unquote won uh, to not have to allow the app to stay on the App Store um, Epic Games said that they will now have two different versions, one where the online updates continue and the one on IRS uh, I'm sorry iOS, which will not continue. Now, you know, it's it's it, it got to me because I don't understand how he couldn't see that this is a good thing for smaller developers for them to do what they're doing. And if people see them as seeking special treatment, personally uh I, I, I'm sorry I can't recall which company uh it was but uh there was this company that actually managed to get the percentage down on all in-app purchases to 20% if it could just be lowered that would be so not riveting uh what's the word uh, Resounding? I can't I can't find the word that I'm looking for. Um it would just it would just be great for developers to hear that they aren't having so much money taken out of their pockets anymore. Understandably App Stores are a business, right? And just like any other business, they have to make money. I get that. The 30% sounds really ridiculous for an indie game developer. Come on now. I don't care how successful the game is. They should have a right to their to their money, right? But them taking 30% is outrageous, especially companies like Apple and Google. It's insane. They make plenty of money elsewhere. Apple is now a is now worth $2 trillion, or... Mm -hmm. So I heard. Um... I don't really keep up with the financial part. I don't really care too much of it. But my point, uh, always comes back to... Um... This is good for smaller developers. And, obviously, Epic Games is going to, uh, well would uh, benefit from it if they do lower their percentage. I personally say 15% maybe I don't know enough about this this part of the field but I don't see what's wrong with 15% considering that Alphabet and Apple are the huge companies that they are making plenty of money elsewhere. I don't see what's wrong with only accepting 15%, but even if we can get it to 20%, that is great. So, no, Epic Games should not give up. They should press on, because honestly, I'm glad that an act- a company is actually doing something, instead of just running a campaign. They don't- I mean, yeah, they took a big hit. Uh, well, I'm not sure how much, but uh it was a huge percentage of their players coming from the iOS platform but you know what's gonna happen with that those same players are going to find somewhere else to play <laughs> obviously uh, they could they could get a switch and play uh, that's more mobile that's why I'm suggesting that but I mean if they want, 60 frames or 120, they're they're gonna move to another console or PC. Not all of them, of course, because a lot of them are casual, and that's why I suggested the Switch. But anyway, because I hate this story, because I, I I just don't care about either either company or either situation. The App Store doesn't affect me. Uh, I don't play Fortnite. I don't care for either company. I'm done with that. Now, into more, into some more serious news. Uh, Pixel three owners have been reporting. I can't recall if it was on Reddit or 4chan. I'm gonna get with, better with my sources, guys. Uh, I have a little uh, info tablet with me that I'm gonna start using. But uh, yeah, uh, Pixel three owners started reporting. Their uh, the back of their phones bulging, and it turns out it was their battery. Uh, as of the recording of this episode that I'm currently doing, uh, Google has yet to comment, but this is really, really bad. Uh, considering that their A series of devices, which are basically mid range devices, sell really well, and if their Pixel 5 is Uh, their flagship but not exactly uh, first tier specs regardless of how it goes um, people are not going to buy their phones anymore and understandably so because this is worrisome Um, I mean Google already doesn't (laughs) Google already has just like never made that many sales on their main Pixel phones at all. And to see this happening with arguably the best one that they had to release, uh, as far as their main ones, of course, uh, they're going to need to say something. Uh, and if this was an oversight, I'm hoping this does not happen ever again. They need to take extreme caution and maybe you know maybe it's best that they ignore it because if it's not a lot of people but once one person posted a lot of people came with their pictures and uh, their stories but if it's not that many people uh, and especially since it's a pixel many people aren't going to make that big of a deal about it maybe this will get blown over I don't want Google to get away with it personally I think they should pay the price uh but yeah, that 5S, that Pixel 5S, and Pixel 4a, 5G, all that good stuff, just not going to sell if this becomes, uh, if this turns out to be a bigger issue than what it currently is. because um, not only is Google going to suffer in terms of money, but customers are going to suffer in terms of, uh... Safety, really, and uh, they're gonna have to start reevaluating whether Android is a proper choice. Not only has this happened with one huge company on the platform, but now two uh, big names making big mistakes. It's, it's a little alarming. Not not saying that it happened recently with Samsung. That was what four years ago can't recall when the Note 7 released. I believe that was four years ago. Uh, was not a pretty time for Samsung. But yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to go over today, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you share with other people that need some insight or just a reality check in tech. This has been J-Law signing off. It's about time someone gave you a reality check in tech. This is J-Law, or you can call me J-L, doesn't matter. I'm going to give you a two for today. Uh, Apparently, uh, a judge ruled, I'm not even going to read articles today, uh, a judge ruled that Epic Games' use of Unreal Engine cannot be revoked. Uh, This is going to be a very short episode, Uh, just letting you know ahead of time. Uh. You guys, you seriously support a company that would even try some crap like this just to threaten them of going along with uh, what Epic Games considers as unfair. Now, I don't think Epic Games should get special treatment, no. Uh, I think actually a number of types of companies should be excluded from, uh, cut that they doing. Um, also, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. um, I I just don't agree with anything that the company that shall remain nameless does. The only thing I approve of is their watch, especially Series 5. It is quite literally a lifesaver. I think every uh, manufacturer should follow in their footsteps as far as uh, the health applications and uh, programs that they offer to their consumers. That's literally the only thing I care about from them. Other than that, uh, I just really don't care for the company. What kind of crap is this? A judge had to tell them, "Uh, no, you can't do that. See, they're trying to get them to play ball their way. That company is playing street ball Epic Games is playing on an actual court. I'm not even going to do a pun. Um, But time I get off that. Uh, Second story. I'm sure way too many people have heard it. Way too many times to the point where it's not funny or hopeful. Uh, People on the assembly line are reporting to news outlets that there is an upgraded version of a Nintendo Switch coming in the early part of next year. I'm so sick of saying this headline. It it, it seriously just isn't funny. What would they have to gain if they launch it in Q1 of 2021. Which would be Q... For their fiscal year, it would be Q4. Uh, I'm not saying they're never going to release uh, an upgraded version because I think like some tweets that I saw on Twitter, I think they are going to go pretty much the DS and the 3DS rel and well, their whole handheld lineup like ever and release upgraded versions. <coughs> not necessarily a next gen, but uh, what it will end up being is kind of like the new 3DS family of systems. Only certain games are going to work on it. That's just what I think. Probably not though, because it's still a home console first. And those games are going to be way more expensive, so we'll just have to see. But uh, another tweet that I saw that I also agree with is uh, people keep calling it a Switch Pro. And that's like the laziest thing I've ever heard. I've only called it that for simplicity reasons. And I realize people would hate it, but uh, it's a lot of Twitter talk going on here, but... I saw a tweet that said name the worst give give the worst name for the new Nintendo Switch I mean for uh, an upgraded Nintendo Switch and I said you guys are going to hate it but I like the sound of new Nintendo Switch (laughs) I would actually like that Uh, it's going to show that it has it It really explains that it has uh, upgrades in more than just one or two ways. Uh, But as far as when I think, or if I think this is ever going to happen, early next year, no. Come March would be, would start. Wait, would it? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come March would uh would symbolize its fourth year uh, available on the market, All right? Would it start! Hold on, hold on, I'm trying to do the math here, guys. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that would that would mean it's been four years since it's been on the market. I'm, I'm sorry, like. I know that's easily like 17 plus 4 but my brain works weird anyway uh, I don't think it's gonna be early next year it would probably uh, I, I think it would probably launch during the summer and I'll tell you why uh, you see the switch Lite didn't actually have to launch in the holiday season to sell as well as it did. Uh, Of course, those sales were uh, increased uh, and impacted uh, in a positive manner because of the uh, current situation that the world is in currently. However, I think it still would have ended up getting to numbers that they would have been satisfied with. Uh, uh, I'm not going to count the uh, battery improved switch simply because that was kind of like an under the radar thing like if you're new you knew because they did kind of like a press release for it but they don't really advertise it that way however the box art is different for it so you can I, I guess normal consumers wouldn't really see a difference but uh, anyway, getting back on task. Uh, I think it would launch in the summer simply because I don't think Nintendo feels that they need to rely upon a specific season anymore. Like, look at what they did with the Switch. Smack dab at the end of winter, almost the beginning of spring, right at the beginning of March. And the 2 million units that they produced for it, for its initial launch, sold out so quick. They didn't think demand would be that great for it. Well, that's what they say, but I feel like they had a hunch (laughs) that this was going to sell uh, way better than the Wii U, (laughs) for sure. Uh, But, yeah... I mean, if anything, the initial uh, Nintendo Switch launch should show people that you don't have to rely on the holiday season anymore just to launch your console. If you're good at what you do, people will buy. Uh, And so I was saying the same about the Switch Lite right at the beginning of autumn season. I mean that's right around the time that people would probably start saving money to buy gifts for their cho- for their children and yet look at how it did so I say the summer specifically cuz I don't think they would I don't know I, I I just think the summer would probably be a good time uh considering how E3 used to happen then we're still not even sure if there's gonna be an E3 next year, but game uh, game studios and uh, developers and such are still used to <coughs> uh, are still used to the summer being where they show off their biggest reveals besides the winter season. Uh, Again, I say that this is not going to happen when people think it happens. And actually, I think summer 2021 is the earliest it could launch. I'm not even too sure about it launching next year, if I'm being fully honest. Uh, But yeah, I'm, I'm just so sick of seeing the article. I'm hoping... This is, like, the last time we see it before we get, like, some more concrete news on it. Uh, I thought this was going to be shorter than the first one, but, uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm kind of a Nintendo nerd, uh, and the first story, I really didn't care for it much, anyway, uh, but this was still a tech story, so I got away with that, huzzah. Uh, this has been J-Law with Your Reality Check in Tech. Thanks for listening. Yo, this is Your Reality Check in Tech with J-Law, but you can call me J. Right now, we're going to uh, get into Epic Games being suggested, or advised, rather, to give in. And Google might be bringing us back to the days of the Note 7 debacle. So, Pocket uh, Pocketnow's Jaime Rivera uh, suggested that after uh, Apple indeed, quote-unquote, won uh, to not have to allow the app to stay on the App Store, um, Epic Games said that they will now have two different versions one where the online updates continue and the one on IRS I, I'm sorry iOS which will not continue now you know it's it's it it got to me cuz I don't understand how he couldn't see that this is a good thing for smaller developers for them to do what they're doing. And if people see them as seeking special treatment, personally, uh, I, I, I'm sorry I can't recall which company uh, it was, but uh, there was this company that actually managed to get the percentage down on all in-app purchases to 20% if it could just be lowered that would be so not riveting uh, what's the word uh, resounding I can't I can't find the word that I'm looking for um, it would just it would just be great for developers to hear that they aren't having so much money taken out of their pockets anymore. Understandably, app stores are a business, right? And just like any other business, they have to make money. I get that. The thirty percent sounds really ridiculous for an indie game developer. Come on now. I don't care how successful the game is; they should have a right to their to their money, right? But them taking thirty percent is outrageous, especially companies like Apple and Google. It's insane. They make plenty of money elsewhere. Apple is now a is now worth two trillion dollars or mm-hmm. so I heard. Um I don't really keep up with the financial part, I don't really care too much of it. But my point uh, always comes back to um, this is good for smaller developers. And obviously Epic Games is going to uh, well, would uh, benefit from it if they do lower their percentage. I personally say 15%. Maybe I don't know enough about this uh, this part of the field, but I don't see what's wrong with 15%, considering that Alphabet and Apple are the huge companies that they are, making plenty of money elsewhere. I don't see what's wrong with only accepting 15%. But even if we can get it to 20%, that is great. So, no, Epic Games should not give up they should press on because honestly I'm glad that an act- a company is actually doing something instead of just running a campaign they don't- I mean yeah they took a big hit uh, well I'm not sure how much but uh, it was a huge percentage of their players coming from the iOS platform but you know what's going to happen with that those same players are going to find somewhere else to play <laughs> obviously uh, they could they could get a switch and play uh, that's more mobile that's why I'm suggesting that but I mean if they want 60 frames or 120 they're they're gonna move to another console or pc not all of them of course because a lot of them are casual and that's why I suggested the switch but Anyway, because I hate this story, because I, I I just don't care about either either company or either situation. The App Store doesn't affect me. Uh, I don't play Fortnite. I don't care for either company. I'm done with that. Now into more, into some more serious news. Uh, Pixel Three owners have been. Reporting, I can't recall if it was on Reddit or 4chan. I'm gonna get better with my sources, guys. uh, I have a little uh, info tablet with me that I'm gonna start using. But uh, yeah, uh, Pixel Three owners started reporting their uh, the back of their phones bulging, and it turns out it was their battery. Uh, As of the recording of this episode that I'm currently doing, uh, Google has yet to. Comment, but this is really, really bad. Uh, considering that their A series of devices, which are basically mid range devices, sell really well, and if their Pixel 5 is uh, their flagship but not exactly uh, first tier specs, regardless of how it goes, um. People are not gonna buy their phones anymore and understandably so because this is worrisome um, I mean Google already doesn't <laughs> Google already has just like never made that many sales on their main pixel phones at all and to see this happening with arguably the best one that they had to release uh, as far as their main lines, of course uh, They're going to need to say something. Uh, And if this was an oversight, I'm hoping this does not happen ever again. They need to take extreme caution. And maybe, you know, maybe it's best that they ignore it. Because if it's not a lot of people, but once one person posted, a lot of people came with their pictures and uh, their stories. But... it's not that many people uh, and especially since it's a pixel many people aren't going to make that big of a deal about it maybe this will get blown over I don't want Google to get away with it personally, I think they should pay the price Uh, but yeah that 5S, that Pixel 5S and Pixel 4a, 5G all that good stuff just not going to sell if this becomes a if this turns out to be a bigger issue than what it currently is Um, because not only is Google gonna suffer in terms of money but customers are gonna suffer in terms of uh, safety really and uh, they're gonna have to start reevaluating whether Android is a proper choice not only has this happened with one huge company on the platform but now two uh big names making big mistakes it's it's a little alarming not not saying that it happened recently with samsung that was what four years ago can't recall when the note 7 released i believe that was four years ago uh was not a pretty time for samsung but yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to go over today guys uh thanks for listening uh make sure you share With other people that need some insight or just a reality check in tech, this has been J-Law signing off. This is your reality check in tech with J-Law. Now, what we're getting into today is what this latest unpacked event will actually hold for fans and this iPhone 12 lineup seemingly keeps expanding. Um this is the last part of the prologue. Um I'm sorry that it's coming out so late. Uh I really wanted to be more involved in Tech Timber, but news has been so slow. Um <laughs> So please, if you think um other people need to hear this, uh whether people uh like Tech as much as you do apparently or people that are out of the know share it with them and do yourself a great service if you like this podcast subscribe on your platform of choice but if you are using anchor um, send in voice messages I would love to interact with you guys um but you can also comment on the platform of choice if it allows it and I'll also be saying that (laughs) cuz I'll have all of them downloaded um, and let me know if that fan in the background bothers you, but I think background noise without a copyright issue is <laughs> a good thing for this show. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'll have background music set up through here. But if you want to hear uh, some other tunes, I'll I'll try and work that in the best way I can. Just let me know. Now, first, we're gonna start off by saying. Um, <clears throat> This S20 fan edition, Galaxy S20 fan edition, uh, will be announced at the latest unpacked event on September Oh <laughs> on September 23rd. Now, what people are seemingly having a problem with is the potential of this device having a plastic bag. And people are just like that isn't for the fans. That's not what we asked for. Well, if it's gonna have wireless charging, and knowing Samsung, it will. Um, it's not plastic. I'm sure it's gonna be the same bag uh, that the Note 20 has. Um, the color arrays, though, they look great. I'm sure. I, I I believe. I remember seeing like red, blue, purple, green. It's a lot of great colors in there, but. Um, personally I don't have I don't really have a problem with um, that hybrid um, coating that they have on the back instead of glass but if it does matter in the price which it should then it's approved if it's not cheap enough or affordable enough I should say I don't see why they would cut corners like that because with this being a fan edition, um, it should be priced sensibly. <laughs> if you If you're using such a strong moniker like fan edition, you have to make it as appealing as possible. That's literally the whole point of the device existing. so but before I get into what I feel the price should be. Uh, the other problem people are having with this is that the LTE version will potentially have the XNOS 990 chip in it and what that tells me is we won't have an LTE version um, in North America which is expected well I should say the US Seeing how uh, the carriers are really pushing their 5g movement so I expected that but It can't be a fan edition if it has the Exynos 990 in it now, can it? I just don't see it going well if they decide to do that. Now, to be clear, the, these are still rumors. However, um, we have to take in take in the possibility of it being true, and discuss that viewpoint. So, uh, not looking good if they actually decided that that was a great idea and look someone said the price should be 700 right or they're expecting it to be 700 i'm pretty sure that's for the LTE version <coughs> there's no way a 5G device from samsung on the flagship level like top tier is going to be 700 um now don't get me wrong, I feel like the 5G version should be no more than 750 with the LTE version being at 650. But they have to get it right here. Cause I don't feel like they should ever use the fan edition moniker ever again if they don't price this sensibly besides everything else that people are having problems with with this um that price is what's gonna matter in the end so it's really on them to get this price right more than anything this has to be a an affordable option but with with the fan edition coming out it had me thinking are they gonna have a light edition an s20 light but I'm, I, I've already decided uh, I'm never buying into another Samsung flagship device or top tier device unless it was the, fold, uh, the Z Fold. And even then I said I saw that as the Note successor so I won't be buying into that until the S Pen comes along so here's hoping the Z Fold 3 has the S Pen because apparently the glass hybrid screen that they used this year was slightly too thin for it so... (sighs) they really need to get this right. I mean I even considered a Note 10 Lite but seeing how the writing speed was not 9 milliseconds (laughs) I cancelled my plans on that but I am um, okay with my S10 It's just that I'm never seeing myself spending more than $1,000. I'm not seeing myself spending four digits on a device, on a phone, period. Unless it's a Z Fold. That's why I didn't get the S10+. Plus. There's no way. But it's gotten to the point where I'm just not even taking this sort of crap that they're potentially trying to pull off. Uh, with this FE, this has to be priced sensibly. 750 and 650. Let's go. Now, I've rambled on enough about that. On to this iPhone 12 uh, bundle of mess. <coughs> not to potentially, uh, uh, not to alienate my potential Apple listeners. I I just see a problem with this, and I'm gonna get into it now. So, apparently, you know, we have the same lineup like last year, 12, 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max, but there's also, allegedly, supposed to be a 12 Mini. And I'm not even sure if they're calling it that, but I see a problem with that already, seeing as how they just did an SE earlier this year. So, I really want to look at this like... uh why why is it that people continue to buy their phones and they do stuff like this how do you possibly convince I, I know people are gonna buy them anyway so just saying as if this is like Samsung or or Google right how do you convince people that having four different models of one phone coming out at the same time makes sense? How do you convince people of that? I, I just don't get it. I think the three. Uh, uh, I think the three version model works. Uh, like how you have the S20 S20 Plus and S20 Ultra. S20 Ultra is for the people that want to overachieve I suppose. (laughs) Um, Because cameras aren't that important to me but don't get me wrong I I want a good camera. I just don't want all that extra stuff going on. And I also want a curved screen unless it's a Note device which I always thought should have had a flat screen I've never seen anything other than a composition notebook Uh, a notebook that has curved edges on it how do you write on curved edge and even then the part that you would write off on is still flat in that notebook so never understood that but I, I, I just don't understand and Looking, looking at how uh, this is going to be lined up and seeing their current prices, I don't see this phone being less than seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I. So looking at that, you can bet your tail that if they're doing 5G versions for the pro models they're not going to be less than a thousand dollars and I mean that I guess that's understandable but only if they made it quite clear that it's preferred for the pros but regular consumers buy pro model iPhones as well so How do, how do you guys approve of this stuff? Uh, and I mean, I'm going to present something to you. If you're not in the ecosystem, because the point of the ecosystem is once you're in, you, you, you don't want to really leave because your life is revolved around it now. But, considering that you have an iPhone, uh, it's more than likely than not that you're gonna have like an iPad or at least one other Apple device and vice versa so what would it take for you to say you've had enough with Apple and stopped buying their iPhones because apparently the A14 bionic chip isn't much different from the A13 I'm just going by what I've heard others say apparently it's not worth the upgrade so are you even upgrading and again what would it take for you to say enough thanks for listening guys um, again if you feel like others should hear what's going on here or if you like the format make sure you share it with others and subscribe to it yourself on your platform of choice and remember that you can send us voice messages uh... through anchor or just leave comments on your platform of choice if it allows it uh... thank you for listening to the prologue of reality tech with JLaw. law i'll see you guys soon enough unless tech news is slow again because <laughs> I really want to be a part of Techtober like come on make this good I'm, I will be covering the Google event though trying to see what Sabrina and the nest audio is about alright guys also if you guys want to email me uh, I'll let you know when I set up a separate email because <laughs> I currently don't have one set up uh, for this sort of thing, so uh just let me know if you'd rather email me Thanks again guys Hey guys, I wanted to add this to the last part of uh the prologue, but I can't currently do that on anchor Uh And anchor if you're listening um that would be a preferred feature if we could like Merge segments I guess Unless I just don't know how to do that but um I wanted to address um, if you do hear feedback from the mic, I will be working on that. Um, I pretty much have like a full, full-on mobile setup, uh, but the splitter probably isn't the best, and that's probably the problem. So, <laughs> I'll buy another one if I need to. Uh, let me let me know how bad it is, you guys. Like, if it's really distracting or if it's fine for now, because I'm never gonna leave it like that. I'm always um, pushing to improve. Um, I also wanted to let you guys know uh, uh, what I meant by long-winded in the uh, description of this podcast is that the show will never exceed 30 minutes, Whether uh, and this ties into the other thing that I was going to get into, whether when I have a guest host on and we talk about one big topic or we talk about two separate topics evenly. Uh, the podcast is never meant to exceed 30 minutes and I will do my best to not ever exceed 30 minutes. I prefer really a 15 minute cap, but, um, with a, a guest host on like a conversation gets going. Cause that's what a podcast is to me. It's a conversation. That's why I want to interact with you guys. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, I will be having guest hosts when, uh, prompted. Um, It's usually going to be a few friends of mine but I'm hoping that other people do reach out to me um, and want to host with me or let me host with them. I'd be really open to collaborating uh, with this tech platform that I have. Uh, Thank you guys again. This is your reality check in tech with J-Law. Now what we're getting into today is what this latest unpacked event will actually hold for fans and this iPhone 12 lineup seemingly keeps expanding um, this is the last part of the prologue um, I'm sorry that it's coming out so late uh, I really wanted to be more involved in Tech Timber but news has been so slow um, <laughs> So please, if you think um, other people need to hear this, uh, whether people uh, like tech as much as you do, apparently, or people that are out of the know, share it with them and do yourself a great service. If you like this podcast, subscribe on your platform of choice. But if you are using Anchor, um, send in voice messages. I would love to interact with you guys um but you can also comment on the platform of choice if it allows it and i'll also be saying that (laughs) because i'll have all of them downloaded um and let me know if that fan in the background bothers you but i think background noise without a copyright issue is (laughs) a good thing for this show but i'm i'm pretty sure i'll have background music set up through here but if you want to hear uh some other tunes i'll I'll try and work that in the best way I can just let me know now first we're gonna start off by saying um, (coughs) this S20 fan edition Galaxy S20 fan edition uh, will be announced at the latest unpacked event on September oh (laughs) on September 23rd now what people are seemingly having a problem with is the potential of this device having a plastic bag and people are just like that isn't for the fans, that's not what we asked for well if it's gonna have wireless charging and knowing Samsung it will, Um, it's not plastic I'm sure it's gonna be the same bag uh, that the Note20 has um the color arrays, though they look great I'm sure I, I I believe I remember seeing like red, blue, purple, green, it's a lot of great colors in there, but um personally i don't have I don't really have a problem with um that hybrid um coating that they have on the back instead of glass, but if it does matter in the price which it should then it's approved if it's not cheap enough or affordable enough I should say I don't see why they would cut corners like that because with this being a fan edition um, it should be priced sensibly <laughs> if you if you're using such a strong moniker like fan edition you have to make it as appealing as possible that's literally the whole point of the device existing so But before I get into what I feel the price should be, uh, the other problem people are having with this is that the LTE version will potentially have the XNOS 990 chip in it. And what that tells me is we won't have an LTE version um, in North America which is expected, well I should say the US, seeing how uh, the carriers are really pushing their 5G movement. So I expected that. But it can't be a fan edition if it has the Exynos 990 in it now, can it? I just don't see it going well if they decide to do that. Now, to be clear, the, these are still rumors. However, um, we have to take in take in the possibility of it being true and discuss that viewpoint. So uh not looking good if they actually decided that that was a great idea and look someone said the price should be 700 right or they're expecting it to be 700 i'm pretty sure that's for the LTE version <coughs> there's no way a 5G device from samsung on the flagship level like top tier it's gonna be 700 Um, now don't get me wrong I feel like the 5G version should be no more than 750 with the LTE version being at 650 but they have to get it right here cuz I don't feel like they should ever use the fan edition moniker ever again if they don't price this sensibly, besides everything else that people are having problems with with this, um, that price is what's going to matter in the end. So it's really on them to get this price right more than anything. <clears throat> this has to be a, an affordable option. But with, with the fan edition coming out, it had me thinking, are they going to have... A light edition, an S20 Light. But I'm, I, am i have already decided. Uh, I'm never buying into another Samsung flagship device or top tier device, unless it was the fold, uh, the Z Fold. And even then, I said I saw that as the Note successor, so I won't be buying into that until the S-Pen comes along so here's hoping the Z Fold 3 has the S-Pen because apparently the glass hybrid screen that they used this year was slightly too thin for it so (sighs) they really need to get this right I mean I even considered a Note 10 Lite but seeing how the writing speed was not 9 milliseconds (laughs) I cancelled my plans on that But I am um, okay with my S10. It's just that I'm never seeing myself spending more than a thousand dollars. I'm not seeing myself spending four digits on a device, on a phone, period. Unless it's a Z Fold. That's why I didn't get the S10 Plus. There's no way. But. I, it's gotten to the point where I'm just not even taking this sort of crap that they're potentially trying to pull off um, with this FE. This has to be priced sensibly. Seven fifty and six fifty. Let's go. Now, I've rambled on enough about that. On to this iPhone twelve uh, bundle of mess. <coughs> not to potentially uh not to alienate my potential Apple listeners I I just see a problem with this and I'm going to get into it now So apparently you know we have the same lineup like last year 12 12 Pro 12 Pro Max but there's also allegedly supposed to be a 12 mini I'm not even sure if they're calling it that but I see a problem with that already seeing as how They just did an S.E. earlier this year. So, I really want to look at this like, uh, why? Why is it that people continue to buy their phones and they do stuff like this? How do you possibly convince, I know people are going to buy them anyway, so just saying as if this is like Samsung or or Google, right? How do you convince people that having four different models of one phone coming out at the same time makes sense? How do you convince people of that? I I just don't get it. I think the three. Uh, um, I think the three version model works. Uh, like how you have the S20, S20 Plus, and S20 Ultra. S20 Ultra is for the people that want to overachieve, I suppose. Because <laughs> um, cameras aren't that important to me, but don't get me wrong, I want a, I want a good camera. I just don't want all that extra stuff going on. and I also want a curved screen unless it's a note device which I always thought should have had a flat screen. I've never seen anything other than a composition notebook. Uh, A notebook that has curved edges on it. How do you write on curved edges? And even then, the part that you would write off on is still flat in that notebook so never understood that but I I, I just don't understand and looking looking at how uh, this is gonna be lined up and seeing their current prices I don't see this phone being less than seven hundred dollars <laughs> so looking at that you can bet your tail that if they're doing 5G versions for the pro models they're not going to be less than a thousand dollars and I mean that I guess that's understandable but only if they made it quite clear that preferred for the pros, but regular consumers buy pro model iPhones as well, so... How do do you guys approve of this stuff? And I mean... I'm gonna present something to you. If you're not in the ecosystem, because the point of the ecosystem is once you're in you, you, you don't want to really leave because your life is revolved around it now but considering that you have an iPhone uh, it's more than likely than not that you're gonna have like an iPad or at least one other Apple device and vice versa so what would it take for you to say you've had enough with Apple and stopped buying their iPhones? because apparently the a14 bionic chip isn't much different from the a13 I'm just going by what I've heard others say apparently it's not worth the upgrade so are you even upgrading and again what would it take for you to say enough thanks for listening guys Um, again if you feel like others should hear what's going on here or if you like the format make sure you share it with others and subscribe to it yourself on your platform of choice and remember that you can send us voice messages uh, through anchor or just leave comments on your platform of choice if it allows it Uh, Thank you for listening to the prologue of Reality Tech with J-Law. I'll see you guys soon enough. Unless Tech News is slow again. (laughs) Because I really want to be a part of Techtober. Like, come on, make this good. I will be covering the Google event, though. Trying to see what Sabrina and the Nest Audio is about. All right, guys. Also, if you guys want to email me, uh, I'll let you know when I set up a separate email (laughs) because I currently don't have one set up uh, for this sort of thing. So uh, just let me know if you'd rather email me. Thanks again guys. Hey guys, I wanted to add this to the last part of uh, the prologue, but I can't currently do that on Anchor. Uh, An Anchor, if you're listening, um, that would be a preferred feature if we could, like, merge segments, I guess. Unless I just don't know how to do that. But um, I wanted to address, uh, if you do hear feedback from the mic, I will be working on that. Um, I pretty much have, like, a full, full-on mobile setup uh but the splitter probably isn't the best and that's probably the problem so <laughs> i'll buy another one if i need to uh let me let me know how bad it is you guys like if it's really distracting or if it's fine for now cuz i'm never going to leave it like that i'm always um pushing to improve um i also wanted to let you guys know uh uh what i meant by long-winded in the uh, description of this podcast is that the show will never exceed 30 minutes, whether uh, and this ties into the other thing that I was going to get into, whether when I have a guest host on and we talk about one big topic or we talk about two separate topics evenly, uh, the podcast is never meant to exceed 30 minutes and I will do my best to not ever exceed 30 minutes. I prefer really a 15 minute cap, but um, with a a guest host on like a conversation gets going because that's what a podcast is to me. It's a conversation. That's why I want to interact with you guys. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, I will be having guest hosts when uh, prompted. Um, It's usually going to be a few friends of mine, but I'm hoping that other people do reach out to me. Um, and want to host with me or let me host with them, I'd be really open to collaborating uh, with this tech platform that I have. Uh, Thank you guys again.